thank you very much for having me. Don't thank me yet. You have the right to remain silent. Is it finished? Yeah, I just saw your tag do you have a single fact to back that up? You know, this is the one where um, you think you're funny. Do you understand me? I think you need to go get a dictionary. Mm, happy 420. <laughs> Definitely making good use of the day. It's a good holiday. Everybody should have off work today. Is it an actual holiday? It is in my mind. I don't think it's got the status of some others. Holidays, I don't really even think of as holidays, but this day I do. Yeah? Yeah. What's, it's got uh, significance. It's what just, do you like about it? Uh, it gives me the perfect excuse to smoke up and take a vacation day. Because like, if you don't take a day off... Everyone Your body will day. make you take a day off. Right. So it's like on 420, I just give myself full permission to just rock and relax. Roll. I don't have to live with these little tormenty thoughts of like, you should be doing something constructive. You should be working. You should be finishing your wedding edits. <laughs> Who needs this? Nobody needs that. No, what they need is their works to... Offer them <clears throat> weed on 419 so that they can enjoy their day off the next Wait, day. So you're saying work should uh, well, supply weed? So I'm not that saying that the government should mandate it, but it should just be recognized as, as better for you than beer. Something <laughs> that like has some significance. Like if you do this, you're a cool company to work for. Oh. Like, how cool would you think a company was if you read it on an article like, hey, this place gives their employees off 420 and offers them weed if they want to take it home and have it for that day? And it's a new holiday. Would you think that's cool or silly uh, or impartial? I well, I guess my first response would be it's like, <clears throat> I feel like it'd just be a little gimmicky. It'd be like, hey... We're the cool bosses. Here's some weed. Go take a. So I don't. Or, I don't necessarily think I would say like it's cool. I got a like better as a idea. Company, but better idea. You can take the day off if you okay. want, or right. you can work high, and then they run the data on that compared to any other day of the year and see how productivity goes up or down. Mm. Maybe it does for some. Maybe not for others. Mm. experiment in Maybe. action <clears throat> i think it really for, depends on the job yeah that's what i was <laughs> literally getting right so i think for me it just depends on the job because certain jobs i don't think would it would be a smart idea um operating like, heavy machinery yeah check productivity just like with alcohol but i feel like there are some jobs that could highly benefit from you know just an altered mental view of things um i think it was on uh the world famous joe rogan's podcast i can't remember who he had on but uh um there was this theory that who whoever it was had that like there are ideas that like, you just can't access mm -hmm. unless you're like smoking 
Yeah. You know what I mean? So in that sense, like there are definitely certain jobs that would benefit from that. Like, you know, you need an out of the box thinker or, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Um, But yeah, I mean, yeah, there are just situations where I know it wouldn't be a good idea. (laughs) Right. Yeah. If you're building a house, maybe not. Right. Maybe not celebrate 420 and implement yeah. this for yeah, but, a construction company. Yeah, but to add on to that, though, like maybe the engineer smokes while he's designing the house. Uh, and yeah. that would be like thumbs up yeah. type of work. Because if he and makes then, a mistake, he just has to throw right. away the blueprint. No right. one actually gets killed. But like, <laughs> you know, he could think out of the box and maybe that bay window you wanted turns into something magical and just beautiful. But like, on the job while the lead, you know, like the actual worker, not that an engineer is not an actual <laughs> worker, but like the people that are building it like hands on mm-hmm. being high, eh, it's de- definitely debatable whether it'd be good or bad. Yeah, <laughs> that's for sure. Because then you have literal visual and hearing impairment. Yeah. And your head might be fucking reverbing or echoing, or you might just drift off in your thoughts and not think about what you're supposed to be working on at hand at the time. Right. If you're like a creative that can just sit there in a chair and that's your job, you can just sort of float away in your mind because that's basically what you're doing all day. Right. Anyway. So it might help you access new places to find something you wouldn't have otherwise. Yeah. Like, uh, if you were someone that wasn't getting high and trying to think up stuff, maybe you're just been distracted and you can't relax and your back hurts. Instead, you try and you're trying to come up with something. Instead, you smoke a joint and you lay down in a recliner and you fucking prop up a laptop in your lap and you stare at a, a blank screen and just close your eyes until something comes to you and then just let it flow. Right. See if you catch something or not. See if you catch it as it flies by. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that definitely makes sense. Um, oh yeah. Why would you think they should make this a holiday just to give every? Oh, but, I, I, don't, well, I don't actually care. Oh. I was just being silly. I well, <clears throat> I would actually kind of half fight for it because I think as um, the machine that is America and like uh, not necessarily the forced work ethic, but like the idea of like the American dream, which I think we're literally watching change before our eyes. Um, because my mom works for a temp service. Um, and she said ever since the pandemic, like their numbers are just gradually dropping on people that are like looking for work, which means, well, and to kind of like, um, the other side of that, I'm pretty sure like in our state, um, unemployment numbers are also dropping, which means that people are finding alternative ways to make money genuinely. Either that or everybody's scamming everything. And, who, you know, who knows? I'm sure there are people that do that. But yeah, it's just like super interesting to see that like companies that basically could bet the house on having workers because people needed to work all of a sudden aren't getting it and it's a really really interesting shift to me um so i think oh in kind of saying this i think if we did have more i 420 would be in my opinion a silly holiday but like if we did have more holidays just so american 
America can calm down and like give people their time back a little bit more, mm-hmm. I don't think people would have as much of a problem going to the mundane jobs yeah. because it's not your whole life is like five out of seven days you had your life is for someone else. Right. You know, and that's not even talking about literally the scam that is America. You were born to pay off the debt that rich people acquire. That's literally what is like in a very shrunken down point of view. I was Mm -hmm. born so that I can pay taxes to try to pay off a debt that I never will because people in power create that debt, Mm -hmm. you know, in a very like specific point of view. But like if, we could back down from that. Maybe it is making 420 a holiday or just like every month, you know, there's two days a month where you don't work other than, and I'm not talking about weekends. I'm just saying like two days, holiday months or whatever you wouldn't call them free days or, you know, I don't know. Just give people back a little bit of that. Like, Hey, you know, take care of yourself. And it's not all about you just killing yourself for a company. Right. But, you know. Yeah. Well, the world is evolving, and I love the jobs, the uh, supplemental jobs that you and I have now just doing the spark driving because on the fucking fly, second by second, we get to decide whether or not we want to go drive to pick up groceries and drop them off somewhere or not. And having that that freedom from day to day alleviates so much because you don't have to, like, think about the next day like you're literally enslaved in a sense to going in there the next day right because if you don't go in the next day you can't do that too many times in a row before you don't have a job and if you don't have a job you're not making money and you can't pay to live anywhere if you're someone that has to pay to live somewhere right um he laughs for his own own own, uh comedy oh yeah i live in the uh (laughs) studio out back so no harm no foul no, I completely agree though. It's just that's why I say like my mom always asks me about like do you want me to look um you know keep you in mind if I see a job that comes up and I'm like pr- probably not because like with running the business like I have to have my time. I have to be able to do that. Yeah. You know, I have to be able to what you know whatever fill in the blank um and a normal job doesn't even do not it wouldn't even be close it would just be letting your boss down consistently to the point where they're like oh we need another person yeah or like even with the spark stuff um you can literally be in the middle of accepting an order and as long as you don't have the order already you can just cancel it and that you'd be done yeah. Like there's not, I mean, I guess that's what gig work is, is what it would be called. But, um, yeah. Yeah. You it's don't like have to even easy. face a boss or right. a manager. Really. All you have to face is a metric sheet. Right. That might be down a few points, which might mean you won't get as many orders. Right. But that doesn't really matter sometimes because <clears throat> sometimes it's so crazy. It wouldn't matter if you crashed your car on the way to deliver groceries right and then they're still gonna after ask. your accident you took them home and ate them yourself right if they like needed you bad enough they probably still <laughs> yeah um but yeah having like i now that i've gotten a taste for like having our own business and supplementing that with 
a job from day to day that I can either do or not do right based on my own, what the fuck I feel like doing. So and completely invent my own schedule, Yeah, which can be a little tricky to do. Some people might think it's like, if you just whitewashed your entire fucking week and you could construct it in any way that you wanted, right. That might take some doing before you find a way that works for you. Oh well, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, you like you'll find yeah. things. Oh, I thought I would enjoy doing this at this time of day, but I'm way too tired at that point. So instead, I'm going to do this because it's better for me, and that charges me to do this activity in the day. Right. And so you have to figure that all out yourself, which people can do with when they have their own business or uh, a job like Spark, where it's all just based in a fucking app and and algorithms and numbers coming up and sending right. stuff out. There's not someone even on the other end of a what did what Judd McJagger like sending what? you the McJagger? Mick Jagger is on the other end of the console and he is sending S- you sending orders. Like, up. I want Alex to pick up <laughs> eggs and milk and cheese, make sure it's shredded, right? And take it 120 miles up to <laughs> Mick Sherry's town, <laughs> which is a mile away. But that's cool too. Like, yeah, completely branching off the whole point. Like, yeah, what if there's a fucking glitch in the algorithm and it says that you're supposed to drive 120 miles when it's really only a, like a one, mile point two. Uh, yeah, I would assume it would be 1.2 miles. Yeah, the glitch. Yeah, but the glitch then tells the price he's driving more miles, so the price is higher, and then it goes in your account. Hey, yeah. that can happen sometimes. Which I've you know? never gotten that. Maybe you'll have your day. It can happen. It's been proven Not to happen. <laughs> so I'm just saying, like, what if it really bugged out, like really wigged out, and I would. I would almost assume like that twelve hundred. If, if it really, really bugged out, they would take the money back. That's so like mean. if they. Well, it's not mean. It was a mistake. It's not like you actually earned that In my money. Favor. It's like I drew the community it's, chess it's, card yeah. asshole. It's only because it Pay favors up. you. Is it mean if collect they take it back. fifty dollars from every player? Get well, over what, it. What if a, What if there was a glitch that took money from you? Well, that's not right because <laughs> I'm the driver. It's never my fault. <laughs> You're not the customer. Um, I'm somewhere in between. No, because um, I'm a, I'm the messenger. I'm the man on horseback. Like if you don't have me, you don't have shit. You don't have a business. You need me to well, take. They do have other people. They're unless they want to buy their own cars and hire a bunch of fuckers to drive them. Drive be, have grocery driver boy, and you get to and clock in for that and clock out at the end of the day. Yeah. <laughs> No, that would be so much lamer, but the, I would do it anyway. Yeah, the reason I say that is because um, when I worked at the car dealership, um, the way we got paid was um, we got our our um, you know money from the dealership, but then if we sold a Mazda, we actually had a card like a Visa card where they would uh, deposit incentives. So nice. like for every card, it would be like X amount of dollars. And one of the guys ended up selling a car and a mistake did happen. Um, and they down or they deposited like, let's say um, it was like 1200 instead of 120. And I was like, are you taking it out? I, he, I was like, I'd go to the ATM right now. He's like, heck no. He's like, I ain't taking that out because they'll come for it. And it was like within a day and a half, it like got re it got pulled mm-hmm. out. Uh, just because of mistakes made, but you can't really do anything about it because a mistake is a mistake. 
That's why I like to ask. But had he like withdrawn it, they would have demanded it back, uh, and then taken legal probably recourse. Yeah, had I mean, there's always that's the thing about business is like there's Somewhere always the a way writing. around something. That's why, like, you know, did you really read all of the disclosure and NDA for Spark? I doubt it. I read a few of them. The whole thing? Oh God, no! Yeah. I read a few that were interesting. Yeah, until they so, got like, uninteresting. The disclosure agreement and all that kind of goofy stuff is like, is like something is in there that says they have the final say with money being submitted, deposited, whatever. You know what I mean? Yep. So that's why I just think it's a little Coinbase certainly has that clause. (gasps) Don't talk about crypto. We're not a crypto channel. No, we're not. But we're going to get rich off of it. You bet your ass. Bitcoin can just wake the fuck up for a second. Yeah. It looked like it was starting to rise out of its coffin a little bit, and then it was just like, oh, never mind. For all those who listen or don't listen, or one day will hear this, tell us where your faith is in crypto at the moment, or what crypto you have faith in, because that would be an interesting um, to see other people's point of views, because you know, things like uh, Shiba and all that kind of all the meme coins that people put a lot of faith into. Obviously, we we have our share of them, but um, I would like to see what other people think. This will be a fun one to refer back to a few years from now after yeah. crypto has had more time to happen. The 420 special also. Crypto. Yeah, <laughs> it is 420 2022 <laughs> right now. And we'll be watching this podcast back and wishing we could scream into the screen right. to our past selves to do this. Yeah. What is it? What is it? What is it? Yeah. What's the coin? What's the one coin that's going to multiply the most? Ooh. <laughs> Jasmine. I don't know if that's a. It's got some, it's got some room to rock it. Well, all of them have. Come room on, to rock Jasmine. It. Jasmine. What's the price right now? I am not a financial advisor. Uh, <clears throat> Two and a half cents. So two cents. And a half. Yeah. Well, it's two cents. Yeah, but more specifically. I've never two seen and two and a half pennies. So Because like, it's got the, the dot zero two. two well, that five. would be 20 cents. No, oh, I dot zero two. Dot yeah, yeah. Z- Wait, you were. Yo, yeah, yeah, you were. All right. Jesus. Anyway, so. Uh, Weed. Weed today's four twenty, <laughs> and and we're happy about that. I uh, yeah, but I mean, what do we talk about now? Oh, we let's just talk about weed since it's four twenty. What what do you think? <laughs> okay. What do you think the benefits are? What do you think the downfall is, if there are any? Let, let get, let's uh, let's talk about it a little bit, like more than we like it high, hmm. you know. You know, yeah. Like, go ahead. The benefit of it, I would say, is depending on what you're doing, it can put you in the right sort of headspace to have more of a chance of coming up with ideas than you would have otherwise. Maybe, perhaps. Right. It also might alleviate some tension you have in your body, right? Soreness. Might make your head feel nice and floaty. Uh, so, in terms of like unwinding, 
Maybe it's your nightcap. Maybe you use it to do things around your house because it makes you more productive. So it can be a productivity maker or it can just make relaxing more relaxing. Right. Um, or help you come up with ideas that you might not have otherwise. Okay, so there's some benefits. Uh, drawbacks. Give me the downfalls. Uh, it can really kill your ambition because if you become too attached to the feeling that it gives you and the comfort that it gives you, then you might be telling yourself every day, well, I'd rather get high than do this other thing that I need yeah. to do in order to move my life along. And you might say, well, I'll just do that. That'll just be tomorrow. Right. And then the day after tomorrow, you, well, what's one more day? Yeah. And then the day after that, you get to work, but you're not motivated. And so right. then the next day you go back to weed right. and it just snowballs downhill. So that can happen very easily. Like the, um, just the addictive nature of it. Yeah. With everything. Yeah. Um, can really affect your memory. Uh, if you had a conversation with somebody when you were really baked and then they Matt refer to something later and you're like, I have no fucking idea what you're referring to. Right. Can create a lot of those moments. Um, it's expensive. Um, yeah. Yeah. So there's three drawbacks and three positives. Okay. Very nice. What do you? Yeah. Yeah. Very nice. Mm-hmm. What do I? What? No. I actually had no idea what I was going to say. Yeah, I to piggyback off of that, I do. I yeah, I agree with all of that. Because um, kind of like I said before, like for certain jobs, I think there are ideas that it definitely helps with. Just thinking out of the box, um, definitely certain jobs that I wouldn't mess with it on. But um, you right. know, given your history, <laughs> yeah. But um, uh, yeah, I and this is kind of like something we've talked about before off air, but like I don't have like a hyper addictive personality or I would say like an addictive personality at all. Yeah. Like I, I have dropped weed cold Turkey and didn't go back for it for eight years. Damn. Until I was like, okay, I want to smoke again. It wasn't because I was addicted or like the draw was too much. It was just like, okay, I'll smoke again. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so I don't really have, I don't really understand the addictive nature just cause that's, I don't know what it is about me. I just don't, I didn't get that. Yeah, so ma- things, Matrix but, just wired you a little differently. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I can, I can see just like understanding addiction, the minuscule amount that I do, I can see, um, you know, that could be pretty detrimental just kind of a yeah. almost like a cloud over your head. Cause I know like, um, I mean, I've been around some people that are like, you know, Oh, we're going to go out to eat. Oh, well I got to smoke before. Like, yeah. why, why do you have to smoke? Well, yeah. because we're going out like what? That doesn't make sense to me. Um, and I'm not judging anyone yeah. um, that would do that. It just like, it just doesn't click in my brain. Why? You know, I'll go out and have a, a couple of drinks and get a little buzzed or whatever. And th- to me, it's the same thing. There's no difference there. Yeah. Um, but at the point where it's like you have to do it or you're not going to be comfortable in a way. Yeah. I, you know. Yeah. That's a- I, yeah. And I mean, I deal with like when I say gentle, gentle anxiety socially. Um, I'm not on any type of scale by means. 
But um, what was that personality test? Uh, what was oh, what was the, I? Uh, the, shit, uh, what do they call it? I forget the name of the test. Yeah, well, I'm something something introvert or whatever, and you were like, "Oh my gosh, I can't believe that." You're the but logician, like, and I yeah. was the uh, architect. Or yes. was it the other way around? I was the logi- I'm logistics. You're lo- okay. Yeah. Because uh, I know I am. That's just how my mind. I watch a movie and I don't think, wow, that was a great scene. Or I do. And then I start building the set in my mind. Okay. That's just how my mind. Like, that's. It's like instant on how I would pull that same thing off. You would love those DVD commentaries. <laughs> but, um, <clears throat> what was I going to say? Oh, like, so I understand. Oh, my, my point to that. Um, like, you think of like one of my compared like famous people from a movie was like Neo. And then in real life, it was like Albert Einstein was like the same. Now I'm not as smart as him, not even close, but like you would think Albert Einstein is like, he was like a public figure, Yeah, but he was an introvert. And I, I definitely do feel that way where I'm like, I can be in a crowd of people just fine. I'll fit in. But at the end of the day, uh, kind of like that example um, I told you before, like my coins are spent. Yeah. Like I got nothing at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, so maybe in that, like, cause interactions are dream. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. For me, it's like they're, they're like, like you, Kim, um, like Devin or Doug, maybe or like when i see i've been seeing uh matt the other matt um i just don't want to use last names just in case but um, i'm sitting up might have to do angle adjustments um but um i you know seeing them more or seeing matt more like there are certain people that don't drain me yeah um because it feels like they're coming like with you or like you and Kim are like my easy examples. Um, Like it's not that you need anything from me in communication. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like we've been friends forever. I'm I'm married to Kim. So we (laughs) obviously know each other like, and all those other people I mentioned it. it, um, And Jeremy's this way too. Um, It's not like I have to give, it doesn't feel like I have to give, to like interact like when I'm out in like a crowd of people that I don't know, it feels like I am just being sucked like to my core dry and not in a good way. And like afterwards, I, you know, like driving home, I'll be like half asleep. Like that's just how it affects my body just coming down. Yeah. It's like after a wedding, um, it feels so good after a wedding to be done with it. Cause you're like just done such a good, yeah, you know, hard days taking away so much but like, fucking information. But like the moment I can go from to <sighs> yeah, it's like my <laughs> yeah. body's just like shh, 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 calm. It's okay. It's yeah. okay. It's okay. You know. So there's like that big difference, and maybe that's where like smoking comes in for people. It just takes that edge off of that like, um, you know, and drinking's that way for people also. It just takes that edge off of like feeling like you're being drained, maybe at least at the beginning. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there was a time like when I would, and I don't know, I, I, I phase in and out. So sometimes it's like this a few days or weeks in a row, but like smoking weed before going out 
it's like putting on your jacket. You yeah. put on your jacket, you smoke a bowl, you go out. Yeah. Because it's just like another warm thing wrapped around you. Like, I got to right. go out into the world. I might as well be high because I'm going to have to have interactions with people that I don't <laughs> want to have and don't have right. the mental capacity to even like formulate sentences with them. Right. Like, and nothing against them, but I really don't care what they have to say. And right. I'm not going to say anything they're going to care about. So let me just wear this fucking like, like check out nice. Yeah. This, this fucking, whatever you want to call See, it. That's where, uh, not the cut, cut you off, but that's no, where I think anyway. it's a little too, uh, uh, obviously like a double-edged sword because the more that you smoke, I think the more that it becomes like that. So then it's this repetitive circle of I need it so that I can bypass this thing that the weed is basically making up Yeah, in your mind. Right. Um, that's why, like, I just, uh, like me, me being me, I don't have an addictive personality. Could I smoke every day? Sure. I could, but I know after three or four days, my mind will just like check out hmm. and then it's like, it just becomes like habitual at that point. And that's why yeah. I don't even smoke once a week. Yeah. You know, I'll skip whenever, however, um, just because one, I like to challenge myself. And then two, I don't want to form any type of habits or right. like an addiction to something. I just have always been that type of person. Thankfully with weed though, the, uh, if you're going to make a, a list of cons, yeah, you won't find things on it. Like, you'll fucking die from withdrawal oh, yeah. when you stop. Yeah. It will literally deteriorate your bones like yeah. and flesh before everyone's yeah. eyes in a matter of years. Yeah. Like, so there's much worse things to be yeah. addicted. To. I mean, the biggest drawback from smoking is the actual smoking part of it. Yeah. Like, it's you just know, like, man, I miss that. Yeah. You know, it's smoke is not good for you, no matter what anybody says. And right. people are like, Oh, vape and, Weeds better mm. than tobacco and stuff. No, it's still smoke in your lungs. You're not supposed to yeah. have it. There's I mean, a reason you cigarettes, cough and fire. You know, it's like I imagine cigarettes would just have mm -hmm. much more chemicals in them that are harmful. But yeah. yeah, it is still smoke going in your lungs. And if you do it every day, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, th I think you're handling it the right way. Or, or I guess there's not really a right way or a wrong uh, yeah, way. I don't think there's a right or wrong. To each but. their own. I guess what I'm trying to say is like, I would like to be more geared in your direction, yeah. maybe somewhere in between. Well, I also think I'm part robot in the way I think yeah, so. Right. You're just made up of fucking like metallic <laughs> yeah. aluminum under there. Yeah. Because I, <clears throat> it sounds really funny, but like, this is going to sound so odd coming out of my mouth, but like, I have tried over the past like 10 years, I think to really like understand human emotion because it doesn't come 100% natural to me. Hmm. Like, I don't, I don't know what it is. That's why I say it sounds like robotic or like very alien because, um, it's not that I'm like dead inside to emotion <laughs> or like things that happen, like things that happen affect me, but it's a, it's like way different. Yeah. It's it like bounce off you. Yeah. Or like I internalize it and like, that's all that I need. Right. Um, I, I very, and this is what's weird about me saying that is I very much associate myself with like the empath mentality where like I can feel other people's emotions very easily, but that doesn't sway me. 
You okay. know what I mean? So you get them. You like just... I can, I feel like I feel them. I understand them, but it's not like I connect with it to a certain point. I don't, like, I know that sounds a little odd. Like you're, <clears throat> you're not act. Well, it's like, yeah, you feel bad for a person, Yeah, but it's not going to like five minutes later, you could be off skipping through the meadows. Yeah, I'm not struggling with yeah, it. It's not yeah, going to ruin your day. All. Yeah. Um, because you, so, you can't you don't want to live in that dark depressing right. like why well, should you have to it's like, yeah and i think some people like are in that realm a lot more yeah um you know and i don't think it has anything to do with gender or anything like that obviously i feel like some women are much more emotional but i've also seen guys that are very emotional um not i'm not talking about you uh but but you have more of an emotional approach to situations. I do not. I have a very logistic like approach to a situation. It's yeah. like, are you having an issue? Yes. Okay. Well, I don't care about your emotions. We'll figure this out piece by piece, factually and logistically, where some of people approach it where it's like, it doesn't matter if it needs a logistic approach. We'll just like, tend to like an emotion at the moment yeah. and being married, the logistic side of things does not work out nine times out of 10 because a lot of times like Kim will just want to be like, listened to. Right. And I'll do this whole thing where like, she's being emotional and I'm just like checking out, <clears throat> you know, like just like bypassing that and just being like, well, this is what I think of the situation. She's like, I don't need that. Right. I just want you to listen and understand. Well, I do understand. Right. It's just, I don't, yeah. I think you know, with like my mind is just odd with that. It's like emotional people, like when a certain thing happens, it makes their minds, or I guess I should say our minds go yeah. down this rabbit hole where we're just asking these like bullet points of questions. And yeah. the answer to all of those questions is like something bad, because if this happened, then that right. means this, 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 we'll this, see. this, this, and this is true. Yeah. Well, see, that's why. And it's like, I might as well flip the game board over at right. this point. Well, see, that's why I, that's why I said, I, I understand the emotion and like, I can feel the emotion um, really well. And I have a, a fairly easy time, like reading people um, for, I would say for the most part. Um, but like, I do those same type of things, but my outcomes are completely different. It's like, why did this happen? Okay, let's go through this logically, mm. not based on emotion at all, because emotion will stray from the path. That's how emotion always is. It's like, it's like Ezekiel um, coming home. He in second grade or probably kindergarten when he was in kindergarten, saying like. He's going to marry one of the kindergartner, you know, a girl that he met because he loves her. Uh, well, that's that's an emotion yeah. that is leading him to believe something that is zero percent true. Or, you know, they could get married down the road. But like at the moment, like logically, that's not he doesn't understand that. Right. right. It doesn't make sense. So like my mind will go into this like systematic like checklist of like this is what happened emotionally does it make sense to assess the situation no okay then let's go down the checklist on how something like this could happen okay does this make sense no does this make sense a little bit 
Okay, so we'll keep this here for a second. Does this make sense? No. Does this make sense? Yes. Okay, then this probably overrides that. So this is how we got to this situation. Let's try to move on and change it next time. And that's how my, my mind is just like done and over with. And that's the that's my emotional side of it, which is, I guess, good in one way, but like so disconnected in another. Because I can watch stuff that's like, really emotional or like experience something that's really emotional. And I have a really, really hard time processing that because it's like, like a checklist for me. Right. Like, you know, 2020, my grandmother died. Um, you know, I went to see her right before she died or a couple months before she passed. She had no idea who I was. She has, mm. you know, dementia and Alzheimer's and all that good stuff. Um, and that wasn't hard for me at all. It was hard for me the moment that we were putting her into the ground. And it's like, that's the moment. There's no turning back. There's yeah. no logical system that can be placed. It's just her cast it going down. Yeah. And it was like, okay, here's. And then that's when, like, for me, where there's no system to checklist, then there I am crying. Right. You know? like watching her casket go down or, you know, yeah. you know what I mean? The so like, yeah, it. it's like, okay, so I can't like justify a checklist in this moment. So I have to deal with it. So I cry and, but that's kind of like it. There's no, um, I don't know, like for me, like failure and that type of stuff where it's like finality, um, like Kim, Kim was like, man, your family handles death way differently than mine does. And I was like, what do you mean? And she's like, well, you've been at like funerals that, you know, for my family and their family is just like, so, um, it's not a bad thing. It's just different. It's just a different form of grieving. Yeah. It's just like very, um, like, uh, I don't know of another word, I guess like lethargic, I want to say retarded, but not the retarded, like special needs. Like there's, there's a term in music. It's like a retard. It's like when you slow down, it's like a very sluggish movement in the note. Um, but I guess like lethargic would be like that type of word Yeah. to lean into. They just seem like, like they're indifferent. It's just like, no, it's just like, we want to stay in the sadness. So like, Oh, it could be like, you know, the the viewing happens one day, the funeral's the next, and then like for like the next week, it's like just this like mourning. Um, mm -hmm. I guess that would be a proper term. But um, and not that that's a bad thing, it's just way different. And then like my family is like, you know, we all cried burying my grandmother i took my grandfather's hat and put it in her casket like that was a huge deal for me because my grandfather meant a lot to me yeah and it was just a symbol of like i felt like i needed to do it to kind of like let it go in a way because it's just a hat you know my grandfather lives in my my being because right. he was there um so like i did that i cried uh, they lowered her, you know, everybody was crying and then that was it. Like we all stood around laughing and talking and went back to mom's house and got pizza or something. And like, that was that. Hmm. Right. And then it I was, guess each person on their own has their, yeah. their time 
then away from that situation days, weeks, months, oh, yeah. years later where it comes back. Oh, yeah, yeah. For like, that space and time. Yeah, like when my grandfather died, it was a little bit of the same way. When my grandfather died, um, I saw him for one last time. He died of lung cancer. And he was all hooked up in the hospital, you know, and I was young enough that it, I didn't like nothing like really clicked for me. Like, this is going to be the last time you see him. Mm. So like he passed away, you know, all that stuff. I don't think I ever cried at all. It was just kind of like the systematic, like, this is what's happening. Yeah. So it's logical. It makes sense. And it was years later. Um, Cause I remember the exact moment it happened. I went, um, mom wanted to watch, or I wanted to watch home videos or something. My grandmother was huge into taking home videos, which is probably where I got my love for standing behind a camera in general. Um, but I like reached in to get one of the VHS tapes out of the cabinet we had for like whatever home video I was watching. And it hit me like a ton of bricks. Like, Oh, my grandfather's dead. This was years later. I sat there and bawled my eyes out. Yeah. Like that's just like emotions with me are just like, I don't connect on it as immediately and as the same level as I feel like a lot of people do. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely, uh, um, I've definitely noticed that like you for sure out of like anybody I know stand, stand out in that way. Not in, not in like a, like a bad way. Like, yeah. in a like, uh, wow, I wouldn't mind having a little some of that ability for myself because, I mean, an emotion can be completely different in five minutes. Yeah. Logic is logic five minutes later. Yeah. You can only, like, evolve it more to be more right. logical. Well, I just think, oh, gosh, I pushed myself. Can you pull me out just a little bit? I wanted to push myself in just a little. No. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, you're focusing on go. my nose. Um, you should be, it'll be fine. Hi, everyone. Is that good? You pu push me in a little bit. Like, see yours, how close yours is. Sorry, folks. See how close yours is. It's nice and tight. How's that? Yeah, that's yeah. Better. Um, is that pretty face? What were you? Oh, uh oh. So what I was saying, oh, yeah, because you said like logic isn't logic in five minutes. Um, I just feel like I was wired at like a really young age to be like, maybe I wasn't always like this because I, like I said, it's not like I don't understand the emotion, but it's like this process of like, okay, this is what I'm feeling in the moment. Is this logical? Yes or no. Hmm. And if I cannot say yes, 100%, then for me, the emotion has to be dismissed. Right. Because my big thing, um, and whether you want to call this like a religious thought process or um, um, that wasn't the right word, I don't remember. But anyway, um, like I have tried hard for probably the last 10, 15 years to like emotions don't control me. And my thought processes are controlled by myself. Whether you think it or not, a thought comes into your head and it's then your decision what to do with that thought. If you let it play, it will play, but you can also acknowledge the thought and dismiss it. And it has to go away because it's your mind. Right. Um, now for me, that's like 
so for some reason, like you said, I'm just wired that that's way easier for me to do. Right. Um, and for other people, I know it's not. And it's almost frustrating because I wish that it was just like, yeah. Um, accessible in that way to people or easy. Cause you know, I could say, well, uh, Hey, just think about it and then get it out of there. Right. And you'd be like, shut up. It's It's not easy. uh, (laughs) The way I'd illustrate it is like, imagine you're in a house. It's the house of your mind. Right. And there's a knock on the door or a ring at the doorbell and you go and you look to see who it is. And it's wearing like a, it's the biggest, ugliest fucking thing you can imagine. Like all of your worst fears and nightmares cloaked in darkness, got red eyes and it wants to come into your house. It wants to come into your mind. Well, with someone like you, you just like either open the door and say sup and then just slam it in its face. No, you know what my first thought was that when you said that was, Uh, I would let it in because I know that it has no control over me. Right. Like that's just what my immediate mind goes to. Oh, do you want to talk? Let's yeah. talk. But this is going to be my on my terms. Right. Yeah. You're there like <clears throat> on your doorstep. He's like, I'm looking for your mind. Where is it? You pump the shotgun. It's back the way you. <laughs> yeah. Came. I'm like, it's right there, but that's mine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, or you just like look or you could just like look through them in the doorbell, like fucking viewfinder or whatever. Yeah. And just dismiss it right there if you wanted to like in another person's case you might in this house be asleep upstairs and it kicks the door in and just comes running up to your room and just starts like shaking you and slapping you. And then you have to like wrestle with it to get it out of your house. Right. And it's way stronger than you. And you're like, well, I'm trying the best I can here. Right. But that's where I think that's where I think, um, I strongly believe that, no, excuse me. Your mind is a muscle just like everything else. At first, it's going to be so difficult to get your muscles working. Yeah. But once you have them working, it'll become easier and easier to like maintain that. So like in your case where it's like, oh, this thing is way stronger than me. It's really not. It's just that you haven't worked those muscles. Right. Once you start working those muscles and like understanding the process of lifting a weight with your arm or, you know, lifting your mind out of just feeling like it's not yours. Mm. Um, I, I just, I have to believe that it becomes easier, but if you allow yourself to be complacent, then it's just a different ball game. Yeah. It's just like, you know, if, if I'm like, I'm going to go lose a bunch of weight and get jacked. And then I sit by all the weights and do nothing Play on your phone. Yeah. See a lot of that. <laughs> yeah. You know, that that's way different than, you know, going and actually doing the work. And the thing, the thing about it that really sucks in American. And I dare say Christian culture mm-hmm. is that we do this thing where we dismiss that we have to do the work sometimes. And it's this idea that like, put it in God's hands or, you know, God has already forgiven you for all the sins, you know, so you just have to live a Christ life. Like, and that's that, you know, can make you a better person. So I'm not condemning that or anything like that, but, there's this idea 
or this like I feel like it's like a false sense of comfort where like you don't really have to try that hard or you don't have to work out yourself because God's done it's all like an excuse to be lazy. Right. It's like God's You're already yourself into right. it. It's like God's yeah. already done the work, so why would I have to? Yeah. You know what I mean? But like in things like this, it's like, hey man, you know, your thought process is a little odd right now. And you know that it's not great. So why don't we like work on that? And like, that's might be as much as you get or like you got in the church where it's like, don't ask those questions. Right. Which is, I think even worse because then there's no baseline for communication. It's just like, Hey, I'm dealing with stuff right now. Um, you know, and like, like you just, you, you, had the example like with my mind i can just kind of make the decision you know in your mind or someone else's mind it just lingers and lingers and lingers and i will say that i do have moments like that where things do linger but there's always like like a moment of like a recognition it's it's almost like to use your example a little bit like you know, you have this house and maybe this like dark figure comes in, but it's like dressed as a newspaper salesman and the guy's dressed in a nice suit. And like, I've always wanted a newspaper, but I've never had the chance. So I like let him in. I know this is a ridiculous analogy, but <laughs> I'd rather um, want the demon in than the newspaper guy. <laughs> but like, um, but there's like always this moment, like no matter how long the thought is there where it's like, a realization of what it really is. Yeah. And at like, at that point, my logical mind kicks back in. It's like, whoosh. right. Um, Cause it's maybe, a monster of your own mind, yeah. a construct of your own mind. Right. It might just be a weak, frail little right. thing pretending to be larger than life, right. but it's just using that as an intimidation right. factor. When the weird, you know, the weird thing about it is it's your mind. You, you're basically calling your own mind out. Mm-hmm. to adjust your mind <clears throat> and that is never talked about ever like it's always like that's why like you know not to just poop on the church all the time but like <laughs> that's why i bring that up because it's always like oh that's the devil no, no okay slow down with just calling it something else and walking away this is your mind playing games with your mind if no one actually takes the time to learn to like settle that down and maybe not be perfect at controlling it. I just think there's like a complete loss of like functionality. Uh, it's just, yeah. you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And, um, maybe weed can help 420. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's good to, uh, imp- it's good to implement things in your life that do your mind good and remove things that do the opposite and to be disciplined about it and not make excuses for it because that is the only way out. Like I'll use this example without getting, getting into specifics, but I might drift into them. Who knows? But like this year, um, probably would have been defined as the worst year of my life. Right. Uh, and there's three reasons why, like, and all three of them by themselves could have made it the worst year of my entire life. But I was able to, 
I came I, over and punched him I, every day. Oh yeah. I just <laughs> yeah. opened that door and just like fucking like Chuck Norris kicked all three of those problems to the curb. No, sorry. Go ahead. But I looked at it like, okay, we can either wallow in despair about this. Right. Nobody's going to care. The world does not care. It moves on without you. You can feel sorry for yourself. You can wallow in fucking self-pity. This, that, why me? You can do that, but you're not going to be any happier for it right. ever again. Yep. So instead of wallowing in it, you can use it as fuel. Yep. And it is the most fucking potent fuel on planet Earth, pl planet universe right. that you could ever acquire. Like there's no other greater motivator than something that brings you all the way down to like your lowest point where you just feel like nothing but fucking scum. Right. Like you're going to fail. Like, and, and there's just like almost no escape. Right. So it's like, what do I do? What do I do? It's like, I, I like the thing Rogan says sometimes, which he probably got from someone else, but it's like, be the hero of your own movie. Yeah. Like if you're watching yourself on a screen, yeah. this is a, this is a character builder. Like this yep. is character defining, like yep. you're supposed to be at this moment. Why you? Because you needed this moment yep. because this moment is going to make you into what you always wanted to be if you right. use it in the right way. Yep. So with that being said, this has been the best year of my fucking life. Yeah. And it's, and we're and, not, we're barely, yeah, not even three. It's been fucking winter, winter this whole yeah. time. And I can still say that it's the best year of my life. Yeah. Um, and it's because like I was able to crawl out of this, pit of despair and then when i get out of the pit i like look down and i was like well that wasn't really that deep of a hole right i mean i mean it it sucked it feels this shit like, sucked. Yeah, yeah yeah but it's never as like bad as you think it is yeah and it's never so much that you can't eventually rise out of it and when you do rise out of it you'll be glad that the bad things happen to you yep. because had they not you might still be an asshole you might still be something that you didn't want to be yeah um it's a way of eating the biggest humble pie of your life yeah um which is 100 percent helpful right. throughout your life right it is never a hindrance to yeah. be humble and you realize once you get on top of that and you see that you can do that then any other like challenge seems so minuscule right like and then you can see like what treasures lie beyond tackling those obstacles and like and, and and this doesn't mean everything is sunshine and rainbows for the rest of your life like right. it's like you've experienced like you might not have even experienced hard yet but you know yeah. hard is coming yeah so but it, it conditions you in such a way and, and convinces you and reminds you like hey you do have the capacity to get through right. this and maybe it's not as bad as you think it is so when something bad is happening to you just like observe the situation and try to be more of that logician and like break it down. What are the steps I need to take in yeah. order to have the best possible outcome of this? And again, keeping in mind, if you do conquer it, you might be glad that it happened to you in the first place, even though while you're in it, it sucks. Oh, yeah. It well, fucking sucks. That's that that's been my whole thing forever. And like you've always made fun of me about the silver lining thing is like, you know, do I have 
a handful of regrets in life do you of course everybody has something that they could regret um but when i look at things like now and someone's like are you happy where you are in life yes i am and you know somebody could ask well why because i made every decision that got me here I didn't let someone else make it for me. I'm not, you know, I didn't let Kim make it for me. I didn't let you make it for me. It was, I am sitting here because I made the decision to be here or, and that's how I've played my life. It's every decision, every big decision, every little decision I made for myself. And that's one thing is lost also in a lot of things where like, even some situations that I've talked to you about, um, you know, without going in, in any detail, it's like one, you don't owe anybody anything. If you're in a relationship or like you have children, of course there's that like symbiotic relationship you have to have. It's a give and take, but like when it comes down to it, you need to make decisions for yourself. And like, you know, I've been married this, this year will be 10 years, which is like psychotic to think. But, um, so like I make decisions for myself and in return, it benefits our relationship, Kim and I's yeah. now everybody wins. like, like you experienced like all three of us sitting around and she, and I said, uh, what did I tell her? I was like, you know, I don't care if you agree or not. And she's like, oh, that's so awful. But it's <laughs> like, no, that that's the beauty of like a relationship to, to me. It's like even in our rela relationship, whether it's friend, um, you know, being best friends or business or pal, like whatever you want to call it. It's like, I will never agree 100% with you. Even though we think hyper similar, there are things we disagree on, right? Sure. So spice the, of life. Yeah. The beauty of it to me is, is that I don't ever have to agree with you and you don't ever have to agree with me. Yeah. So I choose my decisions for myself and you do as well. But in that, that's where you find, um, compromise and that's where you find humility to work together without that. It doesn't make sense to me. Like Kim's point of view of like, you know, um, and I don't want to speak for her, but she's, she very much wants us to be on like a hyper same page. Like we agree about everything all the time so that when I or, or, or she makes a decision, the other won't even have to question it. We'll just know that the other one agrees. And it's just, it's not all, it's not always like, like that coming from a place of fear. Like yeah. if we don't agree on every right. single thing, we're going to break up. Then it and, has uh, to be a bad thing. Yeah. And to me, it's like, no, this is why this is the beauty of like a relationship. We don't have to agree on the same thing, but we can still be together. And like I said, that's where the compromise and humility and stuff comes in. And I think that's what drives people to be better people or mm -hmm. a better version of themselves. If you agree, like if we agreed with each other a hundred percent of the time, I don't think we'd be able to challenge each other even yeah. to do a little bit better. Yeah. We just be in an echo chamber. Yeah. Because I mean, we are even in an echo chamber a little bit because we agree on so much, Yeah, but like the stuff we don't agree on, you know, when you're like, Oh, I don't like that. I, I want to do it this way. It, it forces me to think like I, I wouldn't have thought. 
That sounds like a ridiculous quote. Write it down, somebody. <laughs> it forces me to think like I wouldn't have thought, and it's vice versa. It challenges you to think like in that third person view looking down because you wouldn't have gotten to that place, right? right. And maybe that's what weed does. That, that's how I'm going to tie weed back into everything. Yeah. And that's what, maybe that's what weed does. It's like putting on a different lens. Yeah. Well, exactly. And I don't, how did we get here? Oh, you are talking about um, the your year, but um, oh yeah, it's <laughs> a rabbit trailing hard, man. Um, but uh, yeah, the different points of view is like everything, because like to tie it back into what you were saying is, it like you know you crawl out of this hole and you look back and you're like, no, that was like four feet deep, right? But when you're in it. Like your mind just takes that moment and just and expands it. And it's like engulfing in darkness. So you can't see anything. Right. And you know, it's, it's like the, um, the age old comedy of like, Oh, I'm drowning. And then someone's like, oh, stand up. And they're in like two feet of water. It's yeah. just because in the moment, your mind, it's like the fight or flight response. You, you know, you, it's a 50, 50 choice. You you pick one or the two. And, you know, your mind picks flight or fight in those situ situations. It's almost like a no win situation because it's a, it's a panic decision. And for me, the more that I can take myself out of that fight or flight response, the more logical I can be in the moment and the more sense I can actually make. Right. You know, um, to bring up like goofy examples, like if, Let's say, um, uh, what was I going to say? Like a, a, a young relationship. You're like in middle school, high school, you, you know, you've got your first boyfriend, girlfriend, right? You are so in love. Oh yeah. And it's so based on emotion. Almost nothing is logical. Oh, like it's so the opposite of the way that I think. Right. And like there's a moment where your boyfriend or girlfriend are talking to someone else and they're spending time with someone else a little bit more than what you think they should. Your fight or flight response immediately goes into, they don't like me anymore. They're cheating on me. Like all this stuff just starts getting yeah. listed. What am I out. doing wrong? Yeah. What, what am I, I do? doing wrong? What did I do? What are they doing? They're mean to me. Why are they doing this to me? It's just like, because because your mind just wants to like create this fight or flight and evolutionarily we don't need it anymore. Hmm. I, I think in some situations we do because some people make really stupid situation decisions um, to stay in bad situations and then they end up dead yeah. or, you know, so there is like benefits to that, but like in the everyday life, like that response is like so unnecessary for like person to person interaction for the most part. But like, if you look at that situation logically, like, Hey, maybe Johnny is just talking to Stacy because you know, whatever. Yeah. I don't know. He forgot to study it, for the test. Yeah. Or... I don't know. And you're not in his science class, you know, whatever that is. I, I don't know. Yeah. But like, that's, that's the examples. That's kind of like, what like i guess my point all this is like the moment where you're you allow your mind to take over your mind is like the most fabulous thing i mean for goodness sake the 
uh, what was it? The most potent drugs known to man are more chemically similar to everything we have in our brain than anything else. Cause your brain has them in there already. They're right. just not dumping them into your head all the time. Yeah. Um, so my point, my point to all that is like, the more we can just step back for like even a split second from that fight or flight. And the more logically maybe like you can look at a situation you don't like hang in that emotion all that time, which would lead you to that like four foot pit that you don't think you can get out of, you know? And I think a lot of that is growing up in, in like the high school and middle school. That's what that is. Yeah. You know, you don't know anything. You're just trying to fumble through life as best as possible. Not to flunk, to yeah. stay with your grades. Don't and, know who you are yet. Yeah. Unless you're Mr. Beast. <laughs> but, um, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's just like, like me being in my thirties now, it's like, whew, man, like, I don't want to waste my time and emotion and drama on literally nothing other than what my mind creates. Like, it's not based in fact, it's not based in anything. It's just an expansion of a moment. And that expansion is like a tree that goes every which way. Yeah. That doesn't even have anything to do with like the moment. And it that's what that's what kills me. Like with Ezekiel now, I mean, he's only 10 and he still fusses about stuff or whatever. I mean, you've seen it before, but I'm like, are you really wasting your tears on this thing? Yeah. That's what you're choosing to waste tears on. Well, no. Well, then why are you crying? It's a waste of good suffering. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like what I'm trying to get him to understand is like, yes, there, there are times like, you know, a male or a female or any, any person, um, there, there are just uh, not that I justify them, but there are times where, yeah, full on emotion is proper. There are also times like when you can't watch TV as long as you want, where full emotion is not proper, you know, for a 10 year old, in my opinion, but hey, right. You know? Yeah. Man, that was, a, that was a rabbit hole and a half rabbit yeah, trail and yeah. a half. It's a nice little chapter for you. <laughs> uh, in other news, um, I've been working on something lately that uh, I just started playing with as of yesterday. Um, Mass Effect 15. Oh, Jesus. That would probably not be as good as one or two or three. Okay. Uh, so somebody that I went to school with asked if I had some drone footage from something that we did a while back while we were in school and they're like, Oh, can you just like look for me? Cause I'm making this other film and maybe there's some of those shots will work. Yeah. I was like, sure. So I was, had the drives over here on the table and I was just like looking through, I'm looking for drone shots. I see all these other folders and of all these other films um, that I worked on or, or you worked on um, and Valu was in there and they had a footage folder oh, and every single it, shot. So I watched a few clips and I was saying to myself and some of them like, this is so amazing. I wish this was in there. I watched another clip. I was like, why wasn't this in there? Cause yeah. I mean, my memory was foggy from yeah. that, but um, there was so many takes of people just inventing their own shit. Like let's do it 27 times on script and then we'll do it 27 times. Right. Just make up what you want. And there was so much good stuff in there. Um, 
So naturally, what I did was I scrubbed through all the shots and uh, took it. You a, have that here? Uh, yeah, it's right there. I mean, so I scrubbed through all the clips and you I'm going to sit down and watch those. Oh, you'll love I it. I just want to see the raw shots. Oh, you'll love it. Um, you, you'll see things you completely forgot about. You're like, oh my God, yeah, that's amazing. But um, in that film, like, there it it monkey branched off in a direction and the first time we we shot some aspects of it it would have taken gone things in a different direction right it's like the beginning and the end of this movie would be the same but there's things that happen in the middle that are wildly different not how they ended up right and after we finished making that movie i you know, I was really proud of how Valu turned out. I thought it was great. Yeah. And then, you know, the more time goes on, the more things are bugging you. And you're like, oh, this scene is just like uh, this part didn't yeah. isn't working so well. It's so amateur-y. But then other parts are just like movie magic. Yeah. And I was like, what if there was a way to re-edit this and incorporate all these like really magical, cool parts and take away the stuff I didn't like? And could I still make it work? And I swear to God, like there is a there's so much goddamn footage in that thing of things we were just trying, yeah, that could make it possible to actually cut together and still make sense. Oh, I believe like that. someone leaving a room and they're somewhere else, and then they come back. That gives time for this scene to happen, right? And we don't need this scene anymore. Um, and it was kind of weird because while we were shooting it, like the one day we were there, we couldn't get the lights on. So it was completely didn't match any of the oh, other days. Yeah. We right. had to invent this whole thing where the power went out, but then the generator comes back on when we right. did get the lights working again. Yeah. Um, oh, but, that's so funny. I forgot about that. But yeah, anyway, so I was getting all of these ideas and seeing this edit in a way that I was not seeing it in the past. Yeah. And it's got me so fucking excited to try messing with this again. And George Lucasing it a bit just to see how it turns out because we had some like really great fucking talent in that thing. Yeah. That just hammed it up and we're having an amazing time with it. And um the core crew. Yeah. And Jim. I would say <laughs> yeah. I would say like if Valu was like a seven out of ten the way it is now, yeah. Like I think doing like a rearrangement could bring it up to like an eight point five or a nine. Nice. Um, you know what I'd also be super interested in doing with Valu? Like I actually sat, I don't remember how long ago it was, but I watched the whole thing. Yeah. Um, I would be super interested in since we actually have access to the original clips. Um, I would be super interested in like redoing any special effects type stuff in it. Just with having Da Vinci now. Oh, I'm, so, I'm glad you brought that up because like coming across the shots again, I was going to bring it up anyway. I was like, hey, here, could you like do this effect or figure this well, little thingy out? Well, you know what it kind of makes me want to do? It makes me want to let you edit it. And then once it's actually edited you can just give it to me and let me just try things like yeah. whether it is like adding a new value character 
Yeah. Like, you know how it's just like you on the green screen yeah, waving yeah, and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, it'd be super, one. super, super interesting to me to like, maybe we can find like a 3D model of something that I can manipulate or like animate, like just gently yeah, or, you know, whatever it is. And we can just like plop them in there. There's even um, um, there's even footage from other films that were in the warehouse that could be mixed into value to help things make sense or bridge the gap where it's needed. Other films like, um, you know how we did uh, that GoldenEye Rebirth three in there for a little bit. There's like just exactly. shots of the warehouse that oh, could pass in another kind of what way is on that drive or um, a ton of stuff. Not a ton, but. A good good enough to keep you sitting there for a good part of a night and looking through it. Well, like we're gonna take a night and look yeah, through that because yeah. um I there really was the Walking Dead it. footage oh, that yeah. was in the warehouse there. There was uh, uh we did several things in there obviously, but yeah. Uh it, it it was enough of an impact on me where I was like, This is this is happening, like I I'm gonna try this. And I think yeah. that uh and it's cool because like it's fun because I've I've missed so much like cutting together like an actual fucking story film. Yeah. Uh the weddings are great and everything. Yeah, yeah. But this is like a good change of pace to like exercise a different sort of creative oh, yeah. muscle a little bit. Oh yeah. And um it's just weird looking at it now. Like I'm like, what this this would work so much better this way, but I, I just right. wasn't thinking about it that well, way. This is why we got to make our million dollars so we can get that in the bank and then pay yeah. someone to edit all the wedding films. Yeah, really seriously, honestly, <laughs> but yeah, I, ow, that hurt, but I don't have to, um, we don't have to go out and shoot shit. It's already right. there. It's just here. Yeah. yeah. All these like great fucking performances and, uh, and little moments that look cool or would play out. Cool. Value rebirth. Maybe I'm building it up too much, but, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I think you've done so many wedding videos. You've forgotten what anything else can be. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's partially what it is. Pretty much. Yeah. Jeez. What a, what a blur. Um, but yeah, I would like to, uh, do that too, where our wedding films are, we could be more hands off about it, uh, at some point eventually in the future yeah. and then have more time to, uh, create these other sorts of films yeah like people have such short attention spans now we did like an anthology of short horrors you know oh, just like I goosebumps still, episodes i or, still think that is like the uh, best way to approach something new yeah um i don't even know if that means starting a new channel or or posting them somewhere else other than youtube i don't know what that means right. but i just think i just think the smaller bites or like I said before, like making trailer esque stories where like you can tell like a very short story in two minutes or like a minute 30, or like you said, anthology of like horror clips or, you know, videos, whatever. Um, yeah. I just think that has like dollar signs written all over it and not even for the money side of things that is just like right up our giddy fun yeah. Low budget alley. Right. Or high budget. Whoever's whoever's Start low budget. Steven Spielberg, budget. if you're listening, we're we're available. Yeah. Start low budget, get to high budget, then go low budget again. <laughs> After we ruin our high budget, we'll go back to low budget. It's fine. Just one more last. We just need one break, that's all. 
No, we'll get it. Yeah, we'll we'll submit stuff. We to killed the last festivals. guy we attempted to talk to about directing. Matt directing. Oh yeah, that's a that's a bad joke. That was we, another we disappointment during another year. We didn't murder him. He uh, literally passed away while we were headed to Pittsburgh to talk. Yeah. What year Which was is that? Super sad. It's been a while. Five years. If that thing did, so. if that thing was happening, I'm not sure like how much time that was going to take up. Oh, probably like, a lot. Yeah, and I don't know if like bows and veils was if we were like in the middle of that or I just getting it say started. That that was like maybe in the beginning. That would have been shortly after we get it got it started. Okay, because I think. Uh, you asked Master Lindsay to like leave a review on like the wedding oh, stuff, right. and she was like, "This is a, it wasn't a wedding, but they were awesome." Yeah, yeah, that's right. So uh, it would have been like the first year or so. She did message back uh, if I didn't mention already, oh, no. and uh, she says that Master he's ready. Kim is ready. Master Kim is ready, and then I messaged <laughs> uh, Malik, and uh, I was like, "Hey, we might be in Pittsburgh again." Like, let's just hypothetically say, what was it, June or something? I was like, if we are, would you be down in one day to get, we'll simplify it way the fuck down to get troublesome uh, rock and roll shots? Yeah, for the music video. And all he said back was, yes. Man, a few words. Wow. So, Malik. yeah, there's, a, I, I, I better mention it. If, even if I told myself right now, I'll tell him after the podcast, I would forget, and then June would come, and then yeah. I'd probably like completely forget about the whole thing. Yeah, it's all good. So, not that we don't want to do those projects, it's just they've been like fucking flip patted onto the back burner like for so for long, a long time. That, now, yeah, yeah. But anyway, so well, yeah, there's some exciting we'll, news. We'll get to it. <laughs> some exciting news. Yeah. Uh, and so far I've been editing it not high what editing what uh value well i haven't really edited anything i've just been scrubbing you started without me i'm just kidding oh i got it much easier to view you'll you'll be grateful that uh some of those i just want to sit in. down in here and just look at the old cuts because i just want to laugh and roll my eyes yeah it's fun it's, it's a good time well there's plenty to look at aside from that as well so right well uh we're about an hour and 20 might be a good spot to end it no we got to go to 420 no so let's talk for three more hours i'm not talking for three more hours so uh tell me how's your week <laughs> tell me in horrible detail what religion do you think is correct? monday i woke up to a feverish sweat ew gross no, i'm sorry i'm just kidding well everyone thank you for joining us if uh you could subscribe or comment or do anything. That would be great. We will never lose hope that one day we will have an audience, but today is not that day. And yeah. we are okay with that because we do this more for fun than anything else. But the day that you yes. want to send us money is the day that we will accept it. Send gladly. those super chats. The what? Super chats. What's that? Oh, that's when someone can send you money uh, during your live YouTube video. Send us super chats. Yeah. I like that and idea. And their comment is enshrined in gold Ooh. or green, depending on how much money. Okay. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Make sure everyone sees your comment. Well, 
I think, uh, I think that's all, right? Bye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>